the college football experience hot takes an AAC schedule release episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. State restrictions apply. And remember, as always, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Side two, the B side. Oh, the B side. My favorite the B side. side of the college football experience. We're talking out. We're talking AAC. We're about to get our hot takes for the college football 2023 season. Shout out to Sam T. He goes, Hey guys, you know, uh, Ohio State's misery is my pleasure. Go blue. There we go. Sam wants to know what time the college basketball show is tonight, 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. These DJs want something to bet on, and unfortunately, college football just doesn't offer that right now. But we're, we're working on more games. But NC Nick doesn't want that, apparently. You know? <laughs> no, I'm fine oh, with more less games. Plays, I want just less games. shorter games. Maybe yeah. we don't have to go through that. All right, so we've been through five teams. We have eight to go, and we got to save a lot of time for the hot takes. Yeah. So let's let's, yeah, let's, let's go through these guys. All right, yeah. Rice. Okay, we're done. <laughs> they haven't been Nobody relevant. Nobody cares about rice football. They haven't been relevant since fucking Tommy Kramer. All right. Uh, no, hey, okay. They were, they, they were my sleeper team last year. They were. Then you hit the over on that. You hit the over on that. Oh, big time. They, they yeah. won five games. I think the over was like two and a half or something. Shout out to NC Knicks. One of his locks of the rice house going over. Remember our season locks episode? Probably the best thing you can listen to because we just are absolute fucking fire. All right. Absolute fire on that. Uh, I did see something related to Rice that shocked me that they're not being now they're now not being considered for the Pac-12. At one point they were being considered <laughs> for the Pac-12. I don't think I've never heard that. I heard, heard that reason. That I've read that headline. Yeah, well, I'm Guys, sure th- 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 this that- just in the uh, Kardashians are not interested in dating me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's a good thing for you, man. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, good, good point. <laughs> I'm I'm married. I'm yeah. taking. I'm sorry. Well, uh-huh. Even if you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You can bring some meth for that one. Um uh Rice is at a conference schedule is at Texas, home to Houston, home to Texas Southern, and home to Yukon. Three bowl teams there. Three bowl yeah. teams. Texas Southern's a little bit of ass, but I mean uh Yukon Jim Moore is building that thing. I can see it from here. All right. Te- technically we have to say Houston is power five now, even though they just left this conference. It was a it, it was almost a conference game. Yeah. It's true. Touche. Uh, I still think they're probably gonna go one and three, but maybe two and two. Maybe they can get UConn with JT Daniels, the thirty-five-year-old quarterback. Yeah, it's possible. Possible. Yeah. Uh, in conference, they're at South Florida. 
that Tampa stadium. No one goes to home to ECU best environment in college football. Then they have a, uh, one of their out of conference games, which I believe is Yukon. Then they get a bye, and then they're at Tulsa. No one goes to those games home to Tulane home to SMU. Dang, that stretch is pretty brutal at UTSA, the house that Moses Malone built. Uh, and then at Charlotte and home to Florida Atlantic, they avoid North Texas, UAB temple and Navy. You kind of got to love, uh, you kind of got to love certain parts of the schedule. I would say like the, the South Florida, if imagine if they're able to uh, start out and get Texas Southern and Yukon and then South Florida, that's three wins they could get early in the season, but man, that stretch in the middle is brutal. So, and the fact they avoid uh, Temple Navy, UAB, we don't know how good they'll be, or or in North Texas, I don't know. What do you make of it? This is on the harder side of things. Yeah. Um, I mean, a difficult non-conference, obviously at Texas and Houston, who they have a little bit of a history with being in the same city. Played the last couple of years, eleven and thirty-three all time. They're gonna what, Texas Southern. They'll get the win there. UConn. We said what two and maybe two and two out of that. They, they could beat UConn. We're not. We can't just sure, give that one sure. to UConn. Yeah, right. But. A lot of time spent uh, pretty close to home. I'll, I'll give them that. They go to Tampa. They go to Tulsa, and they go to Charlotte. Other than that, the rest of their games in Texas. Nine games in Texas. So, you know, maybe that maybe that helps. A Texas Magic. It is a tough schedule though, man. That stretch in the middle when they just get all those teams. Uh, Tulane, SMU, UTSA, all back to back. Pretty brutal. What you Guys, uh, welcome to the show, Joseph Stalin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is definitely the place for dictators. <laughs> if anybody yeah. was going to look like a dictator, that is the perfect dictator look. That is. A, that mustache. What a fantastic look by Joseph Stalin. That mustache. Mm-hmm. You know how many women rode that mustache? Right, <laughs> Hitler really fucked it up by going that yeah, small with yeah. the stash. You got to really extend that thing out. Saddam had an underrated stash. Saddam, <laughs> underrated stash. I now I got to look up Saddam's stash. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. After the break, we'll be discussing uh, mustaches from different dictators. <laughs> that's why you come to the college experience. Saddam kind of did have a. That's a what I'm saying. Stash. He had a solid mustache. You could. You, a lot of women rode that mustache, especially too. in his younger days. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Putin. That's how you know he's now. Never gonna win this fucking yeah, war. I agree. Knock on wood, but <laughs> yeah. no stash. Come yeah, on, you got, you got it. Now a, that guy a comes real out. Dictator needs a stash. He grows a big fucking twisty. Did, then did, we're in trouble. <laughs> Edie Amin might have had a stash too. I think. Can you look that Who's up? Who's that? Edie Amin. I have no idea who fucking Edie Amin is. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get like the uh, Rolly Fingers mustache, or is that a little too like? Is oh. that a little too whimsical? Yeah. Yeah. What country would that be? That I'm pretty sure French might've had that. The uh, France might've had that in the right around world war two. I'm yeah. sure that's not serious. Yeah. Bad. Did, cham- ass, did, bad did Chamberlain enough. have that? Nick? <laughs> I don't think so. What are you guys? Sorry, I'm looking at idiot mean mustache. Clean. I think there was times he might've just clean as can know. be. Are we talking about? Yeah, if about you Fidel. Had, Fidel had a good one, right? Fidel had, I think, a solid yeah, one. Yeah. But yeah, if you're rocking a pencil thin mustache, you're not dictating shit to anyone. J- Joseph Stalin says no stash. You know they don't eat ass. Very true. Very. true. Yeah. very look, that is the flavor the, saver the of Bible, all flavors, isn't that? It's on the it's on the deleted pages. I think. That's right. um, uh, it's on the mixtape. That's tape. the uh, B side of yeah. the Bible. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Next up we got uh, SMU. There we go. 
Now this is a team you want to talk about killing it. They avoid. Well, let's okay. At a conference, home to La Tech, at Oklahoma, home to Prairie View, at TCU in the Iron Skillet, the Battle of the Iron Skillet. Pretty tough. Um, At a conference is tough. That is that is a tough one. But man, you want to talk about they could make noise if they just got one of those. If they got TCU. Sure. Which they beat two years ago, and last year was close, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, last year was close. It's a rivalry game. Right. If they got that one, man, I love the conference schedule here. Home to Charlotte, then a bye at ECU, tough, but at Temple's not, and they don't play Temple when it's cold. Home to Tulsa, at Rice, no one goes to those games. Home to North Texas, at Memphis, home to Navy. They avoid UTSA. They avoid Tulane. They avoid Florida Atlantic. They avoid South Florida. This team is going to be in the AAC championship. If they're good enough, the schedule is definitely there, especially in conference. Cause look, it, the, the out of conference doesn't matter as far as the uh, conference championship. So yeah, I mean this slate here, this conference slate is, is very nice. The question yeah. is how good are they? The question is, is so, can, can Rhett Lashley coach? Right. And can they beat are they better than UTSA? Or they, are they, they better play UTSA. than Tulane? I'm saying to get to oh. a conference championship. Well no. What do you okay, mean? So they don't necessarily yeah. have to be better, but still can they have a better record? I mean, because right now it, it's not obvious that SMU is one of the best two football teams in this conference, or the best three or four. They they, they could do that though. I feel like they could. I feel like they could. I was tempted to say maybe we're just thinking that all of these uh, schedules are are nice just because we don't think too highly of any of the teams on the schedule and so everything seems easy. But no, this is a fucking nicely done schedule yeah. here. They probably will win the AC. And look, we AAC. said there was hard ones. We had ECU yeah. as a hard one. We had we had Rice as a hard one. Yeah. I thought Florida I thought Atlantic. F- I think FAU yeah. was a hard yeah. one too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. This 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 one I do think is one of the easier ones. That's why I'm kind of bullish on the Mustangs. It's gonna be interesting to see what that win total is in uh, say say oh no, oh almost a, almost a touchdown. Got the XFL game on in the background. Um, yeah. Well, let me let me ask this general question. I know we got to keep it rolling, but uh, what constitutes on a record standpoint from a non-conference record standpoint uh, a tough schedule versus a, a an easy schedule. I, I'm guessing three and one. No, we're not expecting any team in the AAC to go four and zero in the non-conference, right? They're always playing a power uh, five. No, North Texas could. They could. North Texas is home to Cal at Florida International at La Tech and home to Abilene Christian. Would yeah. not shock me if they went four yeah, and zero. True. Okay. So they have a, a great or terrible non-conference slate, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But. Other than that, three and one is the most we expect out of te- these teams. Two and two. Well, I think Tulane might have something to say about that. Well, well, well we haven't, we haven't got there gotten yet. there yet. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. Okay, so you're saying of, of the ones we've discussed so far. Well, just generally speaking, in, in an AAC conference, given the teams that are currently in the AAC, a two well, and it's two. happened before. Cincinnati's re- run the table. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, yeah. as an expectation, what, what do we consider? Okay, if they go two and two. If they, if we expect them to go two and two in the nine conference, that that represents an average nine conference slate for most of these teams. Versus, okay, if we see them at four and zero, oh, we say, okay, that's a great nine conference slate because obviously, yeah, or three and one, three and one, yeah. okay, one and three, okay. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, Temple at a conference schedule. See, if you're Temple, I think you should be really excited about the out of conference schedule because you're home to to Akron, you're at Rutgers. 
You're home to Norfolk State and you're home to the Miami Hurricanes. Miami was awful last year. All those teams, none of those teams had a winning record. <laughs> you got to be happy yeah. with that out of conference schedule. Uh, you could say two power fives, but they were two shitty, pretty shitty power five. So, yeah. yeah. And you get Miami at home. Yeah. So, uh, you got to love that. Do and, they fill uh, out that stadium for the Hurricanes coming to town? No. No. Dude, no one cares about Temple. Temple needs to build it on campus. All right. On campus. Come on, on Todd Bowles. To Where's go. that Todd Bowles money? Come on. Knowing how much uh, Jersey and where's Mon- that Cosby money, <laughs> right? I think that was all spent on lawyers. Um, yeah, Miami. That's probably a recruiting trip. Or paying trip. off uh, prison mates not to ass rape them. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Who else we got from Temple? I'm sure there's a lot out there. Mark Macon, come on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, Temple's out of conference schedule is fantastic though. But in conference at Tulsa, home to UC- UTSA. At North Texas, home to SMU, they get a bye, and they're home to Navy. Then they're at South Florida, at UAB, and home to Memphis. They miss out on East Carolina. They miss out on Tulane. They miss out on Florida Atlantic, Rice, and Charlotte. Not bad. A couple kind of tough road trips there at at. UAB at North Texas. They get UTSA at home. I don't think that really helps. I think UTSA is going to whip them wherever. Yeah. I think it's kind of a middle of the road. I think if if they, if they wanted, uh, if they wanted UTSA, like you want it in the cold because they're a dumb team, but this is too early in the year. Yeah. I Uh, would say getting UTSA SMU and Memphis at home. If you're a, a, a real contender, if EJ Warner takes a step forward and they're a real contender, then that's a good thing, but uh, baby steps, baby steps. They, they baby know steps. real contender just yet. right now getting yeah. the best teams at home and some of the worst teams on the road is a bad thing for them. So not, yeah. not great in their favor. I agree. Uh, um, but I do like that out of conference. One of the easier out of conference schedules, I think. So there's that um, next up. We got the two lane green wave. And I think this is what Nick was referring to. They're out of conference schedule. Whoo, relax. It's doable. Home to South Alabama. Would they win eleven games last year or ten? One of the two, right? Home. Uh, home to uh, Ole Miss. Would they win ten games last year? Nine, something like that. Yeah, it's at home. And then <laughs> at Southern Miss, who beat you in in Tulane last year? Tulane. Uh, Southern Miss was a was a bowl team a year ago. Revenge game. Yeah, and then uh, home to Nichols. Man, that's a brutal. That's the hardest out of conference schedule there is. That's a fun non-conference game. It is, but they're but, all winnable too, especially with with Tulane looking pretty damn good this year. True, but I mean, still three of those only games, one Power th- Five, and that Power Five is at home. Still, South Alabama was really fucking Look, good last it, year. It almost seems like Tulane wants to join the Sun Belt. You know, uh, I'm just saying that <laughs> doors are open. Let's go, Tulane. They're open for business, just like the Big Twelve. <laughs> That could be. That could be four and zero. I don't think it will that be. Also, it could be one and three. I, I that would be a major disappointment. I mean, they lost to Southern Miss last year. Ole Miss, you got to figure talent adv- advantage, and then South Alabama, they almost went undefeated. Man, they should have beat UCLA. At, if they finish that one and three, Patty C is no longer attracted to uh, Pratt. Uh, okay. They, his looks, his looks have diminished. They're they going to have to finish five and oh for me to not, but to be they the lose Ty J Spears. Ty J Spears is going to the NFL. They lose some key guys. Their defensive coordinator's gone. I, you know, 
I think it's a, I think it's one of the hardest out of conference schedules, if not the hardest. Uh, really? Yeah. Nichols is typically a decent F uh, FCS, right? Yeah, and the, my thing is like Southern Miss State. I think is a contender to win the Sun Belt. I think South Alabama is a contender to win the Sun Belt. So you're Absolutely. getting two of the best Sun Belt teams, and then an, an SEC team that's probably going to win nine, ten games at home, though. But still, yeah. I mean, one, so they have three of them at home, and the one, the one road trip is against a Sun Belt team that what was you, about 500 last year. What do you think the hardest the Sun Belt team that beat them last year, dude? I understand that, <laughs> but still, and that's I mean, completely you, heading in the right direction. I think it's you have tough. a lot of teams in this league that are, that are are at two Power Fives. Still, I don't care. I mean, I feel like that's the, the fact you're getting three quality teams. Most of them aren't getting three quality teams. Show me, show me. I mean, ECU's I mean, one. That's do we really three. give Southern Miss that much credit for being a quality team, or, or are they a one-year wonder? No, Tough I think they're getting better. I think, yeah, yeah, and it's a lit environment, but uh, it, it, they're getting better each year. Will Hall is a former Willie Willie Fritz guy. He's building that thing. That's what I'm saying. I think that game is incredibly hard. It was last year for them for that reason. Is there? If he knows, wait, where's my clip? Where's my clip? Because uh, because Will Hall, because I understand how the bastard thinks. <laughs> I taught him. Now I own one. He does. I say one. they go three and one out of conference. I think they do win at Southern Miss, mostly because they lost last year. I think they're going to go two and two. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Let me say this about the first half of their schedule: all against Southern teams, whether that be from t- uh, Mississippi and Memphis, really, or uh, rather uh, Tennessee and Memphis, but Mississippi, Louisiana, or uh, Mississippi. Um, I think I just said that like five times. <laughs> I'm so lost with what you said there. Okay. <laughs> All these teams are super Southern, right? Or have Mississippi uh, River swag and very competitive games. I don't know. I just like I just like the first half of their a lot of border battles. A lot of border battles. Uh, they got big muddy swag in, <laughs> in conference. In conference, look home to UAB. They get a bye. They're at Memphis. Uh, home to North Texas. At Rice. Then at ECU. Home to Tulsa. Then at the old folks home and then home to UTSA. See, this is a hard schedule because they, they don't really, what they, who they avoid SMU. They avoided Charlotte, Navy temple, South Florida. Got news for you, Fritz. It's good thing. You signed that contract this year because I think regression is happening in new Orleans. You got to figure. Yeah. It's a I, tough schedule. I'll, I'll always say though, if there's only two, you know, two of the best teams in the conference, you could all, you could always argue that their conference schedule is easier because they can't play themselves compared True. to like a, compared to a middle of the pack or a bottom tier who might have to play both of the two really good teams. So they have that at least going in their favor. True. True. Very true. Next up, we got the Tulsa golden hurricane. Patty C, you're known for a good golden hurricane, I've right? Enjoyed uh, quite a few of those. Kevin Wilson, a head coach. New is head coach. It, is that like a, a hurricane with Grandma Yay or something? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Like I was it. thinking right. like a golden shower, but it's like a, yeah. you know they're just going crazy <laughs> with it. Uh, <laughs> the out of conference schedule for the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. See this, this is pretty tough too. Home to Pine Bluff, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Then they're at Washington in Seattle. Then they're hosting the Oklahoma Sooners, and then they're in Decolb. <laughs> Illinois taking on Northern Illinois. 
uh, what do we think of that at a conference schedule? I think it's pretty brutal because DeKalb is a tricky road spot, and then at Washington, and then hosting Oklahoma when there's going to be all Oklahoma fans yeah. in, in your house. Yeah. First off, I'm shocked Oklahoma went there. Like, when's the last time Oklahoma played at Tulsa? Yeah, I mean, has has that happened before? Throwing I, I a can't bone. I mean, Got to go back to the Largent days. I'm yeah. shocked. Drew uh, Pearson shocked days. Yeah. Ohio yeah. State, take note. You yeah. can go on the road in state. Yeah, this well, this would be like Ohio State playing at Bowling Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, or or even like Ohio State playing at Cincinnati a couple years ago. Yeah, which they yeah, didn't which do. They played in happen. in the yeah. University of Cincinnati or the Bengal Stadium. One right, time. it just wouldn't yeah. happen. Right. Uh this is a tough schedule. Uh, in conference, home versus Temple at Florida Atlantic. They get a bye. They're home to Rice. They're at SMU. They're home to Charlotte. At Tulane. Home to North Texas and at ECU. This is brutal because they are playing at the best teams in the conference: Florida Atlantic, SMU, Tulane, and ECU. They do avoid UTSA and Memphis, though. Also, South Florida Navy, but I think it's a pretty tough schedule for the Hurricane there. Some tough road trips. Yeah, yeah. But if your goal is to go bowling and you got Pine Bluff, uh, Temple, Rice, Charlotte, and North Texas all at home. That's five wins that you should get if you're decent. North Texas could be five wins you yeah. should get. Well, I don't think Tulsa's that. I mean, I think they're right and there. And you need I don't six know, for bowling, buddy. I mean, say they're yeah. at the, say they're on the same level as these teams. Temple, they should be. Uh, Rice, they should be. Charlotte, they should be. And North Texas, that's four. And then your non-conference game against Pine Bluff at home, five. that should be five. If if you're, but you still need one more. If win. you don't suck ass, yeah, then you have to find number <laughs> six. Uh, I mean, North Texas is probably. Probably well, I mean, ahead of them at Northern yeah. Illinois was winnable. Moneyline Max says ECU will win the American next year. That is what I'm talking about, right? Fucking there. That's a guy who knows his football. He knows his football. I think you guys been because when you're in East Carolina, you yeah. go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina, you don't come to East Carolina, you don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. The only thing on my mind, Gene, was pussy. Sorry, sorry. I'll tell you what. Goes with ECU. After a summer of doing college football previews with Colby, I haven't heard that clip ten thousand times. We all think ECU is going twelve and zero. Okay, yeah, you're goddamn so, right. Moneyline Mac probably has spent a little much too you're, much you're too God much time. Damn right. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm immune to Colby's bullshit. I'm not <laughs> buying it. Well, touche. Are you immune to Trent Dilfer's bullshit because he's the new head coach of UAB? All right. At a conference schedule, home on a Thursday night to North Carolina A and T. Terrell Furman Jr.'s boys. By the way, happy birthday to Terrell Furman Jr. Boom. Um, HBD. There we go. Uh, and then at Georgia Southern. Home to Louisiana and at the Georgia Bulldogs. This is a tough out of conference schedule, man. Uh, UAB not fucking around. Um, Another team that kind of wants to join the Sun Belt. <laughs> it's a trend. What if it's not the other way around, though? The Sun Belt wants to join the AAC, be a part of America. Yeah. Mm, I think uh, we would have seen that. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're in conference game at two or in conference games at Tulane, home to South Florida at UTSA, home to Memphis. They get a bye week. They're then home to Florida Atlantic at Navy, home to Temple and at North Texas. They avoid UT, or they, I'm sorry, they, they don't avoid UTSA. They avoid ECU, SMU, Rice, and Charlotte. Man, those road environments are pretty brutal, though. They're at Georgia Southern. Fans get lit there. Shout out to Clay. They're at Georgia between the hedges. 
They're at Tulane. They're at back UTSA. Yeah. That's rough, man. After after getting beat down by Georgia, you gotta go at Tulane. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. Then then at UTSA and then at Navy, <laughs> where it's cold late in the year, and then at North Texas, who's decent. We're looking at regression here too, right? What were they last year? Uh, I don't know. Let me double Eight, check. Seven, seven and six. Yeah. Okay. Seven and or actually, well, they had that. They had that tough news of uh, what's his name stepping down in the summer. That's uh, true. Bill Clark. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's one of the harder ones. I think that's I, one. Of, I, I, yeah, there is might regression be the, here. Th- this one might be the hardest schedule in the in. in I think you might you might be right. This yeah. one's This one's brutal, man. Well, they were six and six actually in the regular season last year, so regression maybe not. They might they might be able to eke out six here, but it is tough. Shout out to welcome to UAB. The Trent Dil- Dilfer era starts just like his Buccaneer days in '93 with the cream sickles. Look, he's with not three, impressed with the three and nine start. <laughs> there it is. He's not impressed with Tom Brady. He's not impressed with fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's not impressed about uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> not impressed with Michael Pratt's golden locks. All right. You know, kick some ass. Let's get it going. All right, next up, South Florida with Alex Golesh. At a conference schedule at Western Kentucky, home to Florida A and M and Willie Simmons, uh, home to Alabama and at UConn. Relax, <laughs> relax. Um, well, you're taking home, on the whole home to Alabama. We yeah. talked about this yeah, when we this were talking will be about an the crowd. schedule. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is not this is not a true home game here. Uh, because they don't have a, a stadium anywhere close to their campus. So uh, uh, still, you got two reigning national champions there in the past couple of years with UConn and Bama. You got, uh, I don't know. It's a pretty tough out of conference schedule. When I look at that out of conference schedule, I know Patty sees high on Galesh. I look at an out of conference schedule of one and three. You're probably right. Two and two Best case scenario. Florida A and M is not bad. Ask North Carolina about Florida A and M last year. I remember that game. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, At the wrench in uh, late October, you think is a problem? Of course, the wrench is get everyone's getting <laughs> twisted. Come on. Uh, the conference schedule: home to Rice at Navy at UAB, home to Florida Atlantic. Then the, then the UConn matchup. Then a bye. Then at Memphis. Home the Temple at UTSA and home to Charlotte. So what they avoid East Carolina, they avoid SMU, they avoid the two lane green wave. So you gotta love that if you're South Florida, right? Tough road trips though, man. At UTSA, at Memphis, at yeah. UAB. They're going five Navy. and zero at home. Five and zero at home, zero and seven on the road. That's what we're looking at here. Maybe they get Western Kentucky on week one. So they're beating Alabama. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot. <laughs> that sir would be an upset. Please. I mean, I think that's a, that's a, I still think that's one of the easier schedules. I, I, I tend to think it's a kind of middle of the road here. Yeah. Top six easiest, All right? Yeah. Manageable. All right. Final team, the road runners meet meep UTSA. They're at a conference schedule. Fucking a lot of fun next year at Houston. That was a classic last year in the Alamo Dome in that filthy, filthy stadium. Uh, home to Texas State, the Bobcats. They got new life, new head coach down there in San Marcos. Then they're home to the Army Black Knights. That game against UTSA in West Point last week, last year, absolute classic. Yep. And then they're at the Tennessee Volunteers, who I'm sure tried to get Ooh. out of this game because they realized 
They scheduled this seven years ago when UTSA was total ass. Well, they had better success at Tennessee than they did at Texas last year. I think they lost like 41 to 20 or something. You know, that Texas Texas. game was tricky though, man. I'm telling you, if you go watch that game, that was like a one score game in the third quarter before Frank Harris gets injured. I'm telling you, watch out for the roadrunners here. Frank Harris is back. Captain Harris. I like to call him. Um, the in, in conference schedule opens up with a bye. Then they're at Temple, home to UAB, at Florida Atlantic, home to ECU, at North Texas, home to Rice, home to South Florida, at Tulane. They avoid SMU. They avoid Florida Atlantic. They avoid Tulsa, Navy, and Charlotte. I think it's a hard schedule, personally. Pat, it's 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 fun. It's a fun yeah. schedule. Yeah, you know. Houston army and Tennessee in the non-conference games. They could win all three of them, but don't, don't sleep on NC Knicks, Texas state Sunbelt team. <laughs> all right. Who took <laughs> over the uh, head coaching job there? Uh, the, the, the guy from uh, in uh, the guy f- the, from incarnate word this year. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm drawing oh, a blank on his name right now. So that, that could be a, a fireworks game yeah. right there. He brought in like his whole team too. It's a very interesting in the portal. You right. look at look at North Texas or not North Texas Texas State's portal. It's like thirty guys from Incarnate Word. It's like he's. Well, I don't think thing. this. I don't think this is like top three or top four hardest, but I think it's probably top half of the, of the league hardest. Dude, it doesn't seem very hard to me. I mean, I mean the the non conference slate is hard, but the the conference slate, the fact that they get UAB at home, ECU at home, and then the only hard game is on really the last game of this uh, slate at Tulane. This team, if they can manage the non-conference slate, I mean, eleven and zero is pot. They'll probably lose to Tennessee. GJ Kenny, by the way, is his name. Former, mm-hmm. former Tulsa Golden Hurricane yes, quarterback. head coach. Oh yeah, quarterback. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, they got to go to Houston Week One. Houston got them last year, right? In overtime. In overtime. UTSA blew a 14 point fourth quarter lead with like six minutes left. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked by uh, how good UTSA was. Uh, Frank Harris again w- w- for year what? Three or four now that he's at the helm. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. If they get through that one, it could be another great year for UTSA. There we go. All right, so let's rank it. What's the hardest? What's the easiest schedule? What's the hardest? I think the easiest. We've already kind of gone over um, the the hardest. I would actually. I mean, the hardest is tough, but the easiest. I Navy. think. I think uh, Navy or. I think North Texas might be in there too. I had those listed as my top two easiest with um, Tulane and Charlotte also in the mix. I'm going to lean on you guys because there's just too many schedules that just happened. But so hold on. You're saying Tulane, Charlotte as potentially your hardest. And who is the other? No, 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 I think we both had Navy and North Texas as our two easiest. And then I also threw out Tulane and Charlotte behind them as far okay. as easiest. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, well, I disagree with the Tulane front. I think Tulane schedule is hard. Um, I, I think the hardest is, I think the hardest is UAB's. Yeah. Uh, UAB is, I think rice is there too. And I'd also throw in FAU and ECU. There we go, folks. All right. Now let's get on over to the hot takes. I'm sick of talking to you guys about AAC football. Cause you guys just don't know shit about the <laughs> AAC. Nick, you're a Sunbelt specialist. You're an Atlantic coast specialist. You don't know. 
about we the AAC, the, but you got the cowboy hat of the Redskins, the Washington the Redskins. Again. We also got Touchdown, Washington Redskins. <laughs> All right. Uh, we also fire. got some uh, Twitter ones too, which we'll, we'll 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 mix in. But we'll start with the hat guys. This is our hot take segment. You can be a part of this, folks. All you have to do is fire away a question in the chat or our Discord, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Discord, or on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Shoot us a DM or my personal account at the Colby D. Doesn't matter. Just get it to me. Are we uh, still calling it uh, the um oh shit? What was our thing last week? Oh, I got it right here, buddy. <laughs> I got it again? right. Bobby Petrino's hot take break, and you better believe we're gonna <laughs> listen. We have some music that uh, you know that goes right along with uh, Bobby Petrino, the newest, the newest offensive coordinator for the Texas A&M Aggies. And damn it, if I can't find this fucking song, where's our Bobby Petrino yeah. music? I love when uh, he's biting time. He just like elongates words. <laughs> I'm where, curious where what Bobby Petrino music would be. Uh, I hear there's rumors on the. Uh, Song. Um, I'm guessing there's a, there's a motor. Oh. There we go. Coaches have had uh, accusations. It's been a uh, Rich Rod, not on a motorcycle though, not on a motorcycle, yeah. but Bobby Petrino yeah. and uh, Harson. Those are our three. Uh, well, Harson's was completely fabricated. Was fabricated. That's been proven to be fabricated. Yeah. Um, uh, see, here's the problem. Here is is I was searching for Bobby Petrino. I forgot it's labeled as Road Rash Face, uh, so that's why I uh, missed it. My apologies. Um, no worries. All well, right, first slide. first uh, in ready? the hat. Yeah, let's go. Caleb Williams is not the best quarterback in the Pac-12. Got mm. yeah, Cam Rising. You got actually. You know Nick what? Nick would have you believe that uh, DJU is the guy. <laughs> I think you can what define best quarterback as far as NFL or is like I think I think I can make a case he's not the best statistical because Michael fucking Penix. Whoo! Michael Penix lights it up. Lights it up point, in Kalen DeBauer's offense. Yeah. To your point, Michael Penix threw for more than 30 more yards per game compared to Caleb Williams. And he also put up 11 wins. So not only is he putting up stats, but Washington also won a lot of games last year. Oh, I think you can totally make the case of Michael Penix. Now, not for the NFL not draft. Looking yeah. at stats, you have to say, well, Cam Rising beat Caleb Williams twice last year. And he did light it up. They were they're... there's this little thing called 21 other players on the team, and you know <laughs> thousands of fans in the stands that might have contributed to that. Well, with Washington, I don't know that you have that angle. They were and also look for Penix. Yeah. Penix came in and he took a four win team and won 11 games. Yeah, seven uh, more. Can we can we also not forget that Bo Nix was. Before the yeah. final two weeks was in the mix for a Heisman Trophy, right? Onyx number two in the country in c- completion percentage, seventy-one. I mean, how great is the fucking quarterbacks in the Pac-12 Man, next Sha- year? Shakir yeah. Sanders is going to be the the best. Hands Shador, down, right? Shador, 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 whatever, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, <laughs> Tupac, Shakur Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then, I mean, Arizona state brings in drew Pinecone and, uh, <laughs> and a couple, I mean, yeah, I, I think the Penix one holds, holds is Delora still at Arizona. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cam Ward still at Washington state too, but I think come no, on, Colby, who's yeah. your, who's your top quarterback in the pac 12. I gun in my head. I'd probably say Caleb Williams just cause his pocket awareness, Denver. but I Denver. think Penix is right there Denver. though. No, 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 no. It's not close. Really? Caleb Williams is so nasty. He has a, 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 a mobility issue that, or a mobility capability that is not anywhere near where Penix could compete Penix with. Penix's gun. Is Cam Rising filthy. can compete with mobility. Cam Rising is a winner. He cannot compete with uh, Dude, Caleb I, Williams' mobility. Not I even saw close. A few passes by Michael Penix, specifically in that Oregon game. He's got a gun that were fucking awesome. He, he like, probably yeah. has a gun that rivals, might even be better than. Uh, fucking uh, Williams. Yeah, right. Well, and and the De- Bauer. I look. I, I answered the question, but I'm saying I think Penix is right there. You can easily make that case, and you can even make the case with Knicks the way you put up those stats last year. And Rising, this guy's right. the best conference quarterback. Don't hate on Cam Rising, damn it! I mean, the dude yeah. just wins. Look, Utah is back to back Pac-12 champions. Yeah, until someone dethrones Utah. USC is not Cam yeah. Rising. Yeah, yeah, Cam Rising's good. Let's not sleep on him. Agreed. I mean, he put up a pretty damn. Mo- he put up monster stats in the the USC game too, like in Salt Lake City. That was he, a back and forth. Quarterback. He's a pro. Yeah. He's got yeah. pro written on him. I'll yeah. give him that. Let me say this: Michael Penix Jr. second in the nation in total passing yards. Caleb Williams third. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's it, not that big of a difference between the passing and Caleb Williams' running ability gives him a clear edge on Penix. I don't think it's clear. Well, that was a fun one. I fun think it's a tiny bit. There, tiny bit. There is a lot of Heisman. A lot of good yeah. quarterbacks. That's what they're saying if last Penix year. Penix was at USC, they would have won the Heisman. They, they uh, were saying hashtag Heisman last year before they lost to Utah again. That's what I'm saying. Oh. All right. Oh. Why um, why don't we take one from our Twitter fans? And uh here's one. <laughs> at 69 wins. I'm sorry, Joseph Stalin's cracking me, uh, cracking me up with uh, Kayla Williams' ankle got sent to the gulag. <laughs> All right, so uh, at, read at 69 there. wins, and yeah, 69 always wins. Great Kansas name. State, great name. Kansas State will repeat as Big 12 champions, and Will Howard will win the Heisman. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody from Kansas State winning the Heisman. Let me tell you that yeah. much right unfortunately, now. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they. Uh, but I, I, I can buy the other one. I think Chris Kleiman is an underrated coach. I would not shock me if they won. I mean, they lose. Uh, not not Sproles, but uh, what's uh, my guy's name? That's just like Deuce Sproles. Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Vaughn. But they brought in Treshawn Ward from Florida State, who I thought was a perfect. Ward's a baller. Perfect. Man. Yeah. Get I, in yes. a way they might be more sound because Vaughn gave you certain things. But he wasn't like like during the goal, at the goal line and stuff. I felt like they struggled with with running the ball. Ward is like a fucking beast. So, yeah. in that capacity, they could be better. And Will Howard is back. And yeah, I mean the defense was pretty fucking good last year. You look at the schedule. Uh, I mean, there's so many. The Big Twelve is like a, looking. I mean, they could lose all those games. They could win all those games. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's a very hard to. Yeah. To, but it wouldn't shock me. It would be hard to repeat, I think, just because the parody and how many good teams. But I think the fact that I think Kansas State, their chances of winning the Big Twelve are higher than Will Howard's chances of winning the Heisman. Let's put it like that. Yeah. Now and look at the away games next year at Missouri, winnable at 
Oklahoma State, but they get a bye before that. So I would say that's winnable. Uh, at Texas Tech, back, that's a back to back away, but okay, winnable. An L in that at stretch. Texas, that's probably your loss. And then at Kansas, but I mean, it's not like 10 and 2. It's not the worst away schedule. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Who off the top of your head right now are you favoring in the Big 12? Assuming probably TCU regresses. Uh, every Oklahoma fan's rejoicing because Kansas State's not on the schedule and Kansas State fucks them up every year. <laughs> That's um, true. I think watch out for Baylor this year. I think Baylor could be legit. Sure. Uh, it's Texas, it, dude. I know. I know. At worst, you're having year two uh, fucking mullet. Throwing the ball, which yeah. you know should be pretty good, and maybe a uh, uh, Manning. But they lost both their running backs, Rashawn Johnson and Bijan Robinson. Robinson. You tell me, lost. Texas doesn't have some other backs. I'm saying we haven't, seen, we haven't seen a, Texas with a running back that good since fucking Ricky Williams. But yeah, Bijan Robinson yeah. is the best running back since uh, Adrian Peterson to come out of college. I'll By say the that. way, Patty, his name is Quinn Ewers. Okay, put Ewers. some respect. Sorry, he cut name. the mullet. You know that, right? I saw that was a shame. Cut the mullet. He did cut the mullet. But yeah. I'll, I'll say this: watching some tape on that guy, he's more athletic than I realized. The dude's actually a, a, a fucking baller. So you think Texas is going to win the Big Twelve next year? Uh, please, please say yes. No, I actually favor Kansas State. I favor Kansas State. I do think Kansas State's in that mix. There we go. I think they're. If you're going to talk about like top three or four teams, Kansas State has to be in there. Yeah, have to be in. Agreed. There. But agreed. Will Howard winning Heisman. No, never. Not so much. And that's why the Heisman sucks. Like I hate the Heisman. I, I will never watch the Heisman because they didn't. Never, Colin yeah. Klein get invited to New York though. He did. He did. But they, there was zero chance. They couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, All right. He's, he's the go. token uh, small school guy. <laughs> Back to the hat, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. See what we got. Ooh. Texas and Oklahoma will win the SEC in their will, will both win the SEC within their first five years in the league. <laughs> I need to see like maybe you could have talked me into fu- they could have win the Big Twelve. Yeah, that's true. Get the fuck out of here. I'm saying a few years ago you might have been able to talk me into Oklahoma in in a, in a five year stretch. Oklahoma might. Texas maybe might. One no, the question says te- Texas and Oklahoma both. Both, both oh. Oh, not yeah. or okay zero point zero percent chance. Yeah. Save the clip. Tell me I'm the biggest fucking idiot of all times <laughs> if it happens. It will not happen. They're just gonna all automatically surpass Bama, surpass Georgia, go right by LSU, you know, all the other schools out there. No way in hell. No, I would say. The chances are neither of them win the SEC. That's the all, can years. we talk about yeah. this for a second? Let's That's talk. A better let's, let's talk about this. Out of all the teams relocating conferences in the Power Five over this year and next year, so Cincinnati, K State, I'm sorry, not K State, Cincinnati, uh, UCF, BYU, Houston, Texas, Oklahoma, USC, and UCLA. Who ha- who will be the first team to win their conference championship? Great question. Big Twelve school. I think it's, it's gotta be right. I, I can see USC be. too. USC. USC could easily. Yeah. 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 USC. Uh, if they were playing this year, or if they get Caleb Williams to stay one more year, if yeah. the NIL collective gives them ten mil to stay yeah. a fourth year, they're gonna do it in two years. You know, know, to Weehawk's point, Missouri actually made an SEC championship game when they were it a, was couple. A, their, a couple. A couple. Yeah. yeah. Like they first went like year, two or second three. year, something like that. It was Dude, they they went like crazy. They went like two or three times. Right. 
Yeah. So, but they didn't get, they didn't get, they didn't win. Right. And b- the you, fact that both of these teams within the first five years, no way in hell. Yeah. I don't think so either. Next, next, All right, let's, let's go. Let's go back to somebody on Twitter here. This is funny here too. So it's at Husker underscore Ohio. So I, I don't know what that means. Is he a Husker fan? Can He's I jump back. in? Sorry. How big go of ahead. a slap in the face to the SEC would it be if Texas and Oklahoma did come in and start dominating? Oof, oof. Especially, Oof. well, especially if they don't win the Big Twelve this year, because then yeah. you would have like four straight years, I think, or three straight years. Well, Texas hasn't won the Big Twelve in like over a decade. Yeah. Right. So, so, right. but, but Oklahoma won it what three years ago, right? Yeah, something like that. Three right? years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the ultimate backfire. Talk about your all-time backfire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost hope that happens now, but yeah. I still don't think it will. Yeah. yeah. All right. So at Husker underscore Ohio. So maybe he's a Nebraska fan living in Ohio. I don't know. Penn State wins the Big East for the first time since 2016, and Drew Alar. I'm ho- hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Is a Heisman Trophy finalist. This could happen this year. Big Ten East, not the Big East. Yeah. Yeah. Big 10 East. Say? You said big, East. Big, uh, big 10 East, big 10 East, obviously. Uh, no, <laughs> this, this could happen because we think, we think regression is going to happen with Ohio state, even though it's not like real reg- regression, but just as far as what they lose is a lot yeah. and Michigan right. returns a ton, but you know, Michigan played a lot of close games last They're year. Susceptible. I feel like the yeah. Maryland game, the, the Illinois game, I thought they should have lost. Uh, Where's that game being played this year? Is that in state college? It's I think in state it- college. Penn State could easily get them. Yeah, I, this one could happen. Penn this, State is at Columbus, but has Michigan at home, right? But they could even lose that game if, yeah. as long as Ohio State loses twice, and then if they win the Big Ten and he's really good, I could see it happening. Andrew I think Alar all three of us are kind of high on Penn State this year, and I think we like the potential. Well, actually, no, I think we've talked about this. Colby and I like Drew Alar's potential. Uh, Patty C. Still yeah. has a lot of question marks. Well, which is I fair. heard which a lot fair. of hype on him, but the one time I saw him was like, meh, meh. you know, just not that impressive. I want to see it. I want to <laughs> yeah. see it. Sure. I saw some well, I, and yeah. he's so he's extremely green to be a Heisman finalist. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. All right, let's uh, keep on fire. We got about 13, 13 more minutes. Let's Back go, hat, boys. Back Once again, remember, folks, if you have. Your hot take. Get it in the chat. Send it to us somehow. I don't give a shit if you roll it up in a Coca Cola bottle and throw it in the fucking ocean. All right. <laughs> this, this one's pretty interesting. The next head coach fired in the state of Florida will be division of FBS, will be Billy Napier. No, will be who, right? Is that the question, right? Or no, there's, yeah. there's a question. It's a hot take. The, well, it could the be next Mario pers- Cristobal. Well, this, well, this was the hot take is that it will be oh, Billy Napier. Oh, that's right. That's right. I keep the same question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the options would be uh, Cristobal, Cristobal, Napier, Norvell, Norvell uh, uh, Malzon, Malzon. Yeah. And then Herman, Ma- Mike McIntyre at FIU. Could be. Or uh, the South Florida just hired the, the coach. Goles is year yeah. one, McIntyre is yeah. year two, uh, Herman's, Herman's year, year one. one. Uh, Norvell's year four, but he's unsafe footing. Cristobal's year two. Two. Hey, let me ask you this: How safe a footing if Florida State goes under five hundred? He's year? fired. He'll be gone before. Uh, they just extended Napier. him though. 
They just True. extended yeah, them. And they yeah. apparently have like money issues, right? Yeah. Look, they just extended it, them. We talked about Florida State only beating one team that's but what that was above five hundred last year. And that was week one against LSU. It's now gotta, it's gotta be go Napier. The, the, Florida's got a track record of this. They have a very, very short leash. Yeah. They fired Mullen. He went to the SEC championship the year before. <laughs> this probably isn't a very hot take because I think it's odd the odds on favorite, probably, right? Yeah. But I could see Crystal Ball. If they eat ass this year again. Uh, <laughs> or I'm suck, sorry, ass. suck ass. Suck, suck ass. ass. Yeah. Say, is that a negative or a positive? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say suck ass. Right? If they eat ass this year. <laughs> they're in the national they're in the championship. championship. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Next. All right. Too funny. All chomp, right. Uh, chomp on that asshole. Fun, fun <laughs> question though. All right. Back to our Twitter followers uh, at talk clipper. Maybe I can read this one. Right. Joe Milton will be a Heisman finalist this year. Mm. I think it's a high chance of this just because that offense is going to put up video game numbers. Yeah. I mean, is again, he worse than hooker. Is he the same? Is he better? Well, here's the thing. Hooker looked pedestrian at Virginia Tech. They hadn't figured it out. He's throwing like ten passes a game. Stidham looked great in this offense at Baylor, but when he went to Auburn, he looked like ass. Looked like trash. Yeah. Fucking Milton uh looked trash at Michigan. Looked, looked trash in year one at fucking Tennessee. Yeah. But, but by but year, like year two, one was only game one though. Yeah. That's right. Well, no, yeah. he, he came in as a sub in that game where they're throwing the mustard bottles on the field. Oh, but they gave him one yeah. drive and he looked like ass. Yeah. But either way. He clearly looked up for the job this time around. I think he'll probably put up video game numbers this year. Yeah. So here's, yeah. My, here's my problem. My one problem is that I saw him start the year last year. Last year, not not the not this past year, year before yeah, against Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. No, no, at home versus Pitt. Yeah. But still, and that was he looked awful, and and they lost the game because they started them, and they they brought in Hooker what half halftime or something. True, but he looked good in that bowl game against Clemson's defense. He did. Yeah. He did. I can see it happening. It's definitely within the realm of possibility. Now, do we know about that offense? Is that particularly tough on quarterbacks from a read standpoint, or do they make it really? I easy? think it's really easy. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like the quarterbacks. I don't know. I would need to do a. Do you know off the top of your head any of those quarterbacks that went to the pros? RG three. Okay, so yeah, not necessarily and, cut out for the yeah. pro game. And I think I, if I recall our conversation from a few weeks ago, I was kind of high on Hooker as an NFL quarterback potentially, probably a little bit higher than you guys. That is my one concern, though, is that was he a system guy, kind of? Yeah, if you're playing in a super simplified system, that might help you out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, good question, though. I mean, I, that's I feel like I, I I expect him to be in the Heisman mix. I think. Yeah, but yeah. the finals is tough. That means how many finals? How many is there? Four or five? I mean, yeah. Well, some it's, it's, I think it changes. I think it could be. What did I think? One year was like seven or eight. Really? It's usually yeah. like four or five, but maybe yeah. I don't know what. I it feel is. like one year was like seven or eight. Yeah. I feel like he's yeah. got to win. How many games does he have to win to make the uh to get to New York? Nine. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Hooker was there last year, right? Was he? No, would, because he got injured. He uh, would have been. He definitely would have been. Yeah, he would have been. Well, they also might have won at least one other game if he was not hurt. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. All right. Mm. Back Next. To the heck, guys. We got about we got about nine minutes, eight minutes left. Let's fire right, away. Let's Drake May will lead the nation in all purpose yardage. Yeah. I could totally see that. No, but it's Carolina's 
Carolina's always a weird team, but I feel like they always put up video game numbers against like enough ACC teams. So he'll be in the mix. So, and you know, so I wrote this one, so I have a little bit prepared. I've got a little bit of advantage on you guys. So last year he finished fourth in the nation in passing yardage, 4,300. Remember his first year getting any kind of time on the field, pretty much whatsoever. Yeah. And he added almost 700 yards rushing. So that was about 5,000 yards total. Yeah. And if you look, Caleb Williams, only 4.9 last year, Bo Nix, only 4,000 last year. You can go down Penix. 4.7 K. Uh, so, I mean, now different offense coordinator long goes gone. Yeah. Yeah. But, but chip Lindsay did, he did pretty well with Reese plumbing last year. So I think Drake may was probably like top five last year. So I think there's a very good chance with a little bit more experience under his belt, even though he had kind of an underwhelming second half of the season, I think some defenses figured him out a little bit. I think he's definitely in the mix with his dual. Yeah, I I think that could happen because just because the ACC sucks ass, and (laughs) I mean, other than Clemson, because even Florida State, I don't think it was like an elite defensive team. There's just like one really good defense, and that's Clemson. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to defer to you guys because you watched a lot more May, and you saw a lot more of his running ability than I saw. I, I. I haven't seen him run like, but 700 yards is pretty significant. Yeah. He can move. Yeah. He can move. Yeah. He he's a baller. He's a, he's a fucking real talent, man. He he's a baller. And uh, only dude with 5,000 yards last year, only 10 dudes total had 4,000 yeah, yards. I think last definitely. Year. That's not, that, that's, I, I don't think that's too hot of a take. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. All right. Last of the Twitter questions or not. I'm sorry. Not questions. Hot takes. See, Colby's <laughs> the same questions. There now. we go. At Utes L eight SC, so obviously a Utah fan here. Hell yeah, USC will finish fourth or worse in the Pac twelve in their final season. That is a hot take. That is a, uh, hot, that is take. a hot take. But I think it's certainly possible because I think that, dude, I know the Pac twelve is crumbling down right now. It seems like, <laughs> but fuck, is this next year going to be a lot of fun? I think there's probably an upper echelon of five teams. <laughs> and those five teams are USC, Washington, Oregon, Utah, and Oregon state. But even like Arizona has been getting better each year. If they take UCLA. the next step, Arizona state can't be as bad as last year. Cause they fired Herm and they were giving away the playbook. Colorado's gotta be better. Washington state still has cam ward. They're probably going to be a little bit better. The only team I really see getting worse is maybe Stanford couldn't be too much worse than one and eight conference record last year. True. But <laughs> even if there's a top five echelon, it's not too crazy to think that USC could finish fourth or fifth in yeah. that range. Take a peek at the schedule and then see if you uh, still believe that. I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it at all, but Hey, that's what it is. It's a fucking hot take. You know, it's, it's, Oh, I it think, should, it's, it, I well, think I'm it, slamming I think can, the false button on that one. Pretty hard. I think USC is very much in contention for the national championship. I their hardest game is at Utah or at Oregon rather. They host Utah this year. I see a ten and two at worst season. Really? Yeah. Ten and two at worst. At worst. I mean, look at that five game stretch, dude. At Notre Dame, home to Utah. Or I guess Notre Dame throw out because of the fourth in the Pac twelve. Home to Utah at Cal. Home to Washington at Oregon. Home to UCLA. It's not that hard. 
pretty terrible schedule. Yeah. What do you mean? It's not Sorry. Utah that is at Cal. You just sprinkled at Cal. Like that's a fucking hard game. Oh, that's the only one that's easy in there. Okay. Ho- hosting. I mean, hosting Utah. They should win that at home. Utah beat them in Vegas. Why couldn't you beat them at USC? It's not like that's okay. A that's lit- that's a hard yeah. game. Okay. okay. At Cal, easy. Not that easy, but a little easy. Hosting Washington, they should get that. They didn't play last year. Washington won eleven games, dude. It's it's not a cakewalk. Yes, that is the easily the toughest stretch stretch of their Oregon, schedule. Oregon, what did Oregon win last year? 10, 11? That's a tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a tough tough stretch. They won ten. What did UCLA win last year? Well, so uh, here's the problem too: is that that USC plays all USC plays the other toughest three opponents: Utah, Washington, and Oregon. But at least two of them are at home. So I think in general, their conference schedule is a little tough, but their away games in conference aren't that daunting. Arizona state at Colorado at Cal at Oregon's tough, obviously, but the other three are very manageable. True. I now I I think uh, at Utah L eight SC is wrong, but I do like the hot take. It is possible. Yeah, it is certainly possible. I would ask you this from an individual game basis. How many games do you favor them in? And then based on their schedule, how many games do you expect them to win? Uh, I think they'll be favored in shit. Probably 11 only at Oregon. Yeah. Would they be the dog? Yeah. Yeah. But I think they, that's just Vegas. I, I don't know that they should be favored against Utah with the way Utah's fucked them up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So there's that, you know, and if they did lose to, if they lost to Utah and Oregon, because there's 12 teams and no one doesn't play anyone, just like with Washington right. last year, there's a chance that Oregon State could have a better record, or someone could have the same record with, with the tiebreakers. Tie and, and yeah. Ten and two could land you at number five in the conference. Yeah, or four. It said four or five. Four or so, worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think it's uh, interesting because yeah. the Pac-12 is going to be pretty interesting and competitive this year. It's a good. Right, take. How many more do we have? How many more do we have? What What time is it right now? One One more, and then out of here. One more, and we're All out right. of here. We're going back to the hat. Go with a good one. Sweating out this action on the Seattle Sea Dragons <laughs> minus minus three. I did like the smoke yeah. coming off their heads. What is it like? Yeah. Thirty four degrees there. You said I saw even lo- feels like twenty six. Feel like Boom. winter right, football guys, is here. Shut yes. up for a second. <laughs> Frank Harris will lead the nation in total passing yardage. That uh, is a hot take, and I don't know that I agree with it because we just talked about Drake May, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> that will not well, happen. He was eighth. Last year, let me pull up the stats. So he was, he finished eighth most passing yards in the country last year, and a lot of those other quarterbacks have graduated. True, true. Uh, but still, I don't know, man. Because he's stepping up. This is the CUSA to the AAC. Big, big bump up. Uh, did did any of his receivers graduate? He had like, like three headed monster out there with, uh, I think uh, some of them are back, but I mean, they're pretty talented. Like, even if not, I feel like the next, the, the, like they're building that program the right way. It seems All like. Right. So in front of him last year, Austin Reed, Western Kentucky gone. No, he's back. But he's back. He's back. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. Well then actually, actually a lot of these guys have returned. Michael Penix, number two back. Caleb Williams, number three back. Drake may number four back. Kyle Van Trees gone, Stetson Bennett gone, Clayton Toon gone. So more True. than half of the people in front of Mark. He's not winning back. that. He's not, he's not winning that. I, I love Captain Harris, but 
Yeah. He's number five in returning passing yards from the previous. But they're going season. from the CUSA to the AAC. Yeah. I don't the see AAC it. isn't what it was. It's still better than the CUSA was. Frank Harris is going to be very much in that conversation. And, and right after Frank Harris was Will Rogers, who also returns. So you have a lot of returning guys who threw for a boatload of yardage. I, he's in the mix. He was top ten last year. He's got to be in the mix, but I don't think it happens. Yeah, I don't think it happens. All right, folks, appreciate you. Remember, submit your hot take at the Colby D on Twitter at TCE on Twitter. Or, you know, Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Just get in there and do it. All right. Check out the college basketball experience. We'll be back in an hour talking all of tomorrow's college basketball action and all of today's big games. Also, check out the college baseball experience. They're doing an episode tonight as well. A lot of big time college baseball matchups tomorrow. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend, give us a five star review on iTunes. It will really help us. And also check out the XFL gambling podcast, the USFL gambling podcast, because you're going to hear a lot of these guys here on that, on that show. Hello. So uh, give Patty C a follow on Twitter, Patty C eight, three, one, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We're waiting for those max schedules and that mountain West schedule to drop. And then we're going to do our week by week draft that we do every single year. Folks, subscribe, tell a friend. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.